Okay. <clears throat> okay, we're going to talk about Sukkot. The Meshachachma in the Haftarah for, Parash- for Shabbos HaGadol, the Pasuk in Malachi, Paragimel, Pasuk Tezayin, the Pasuk says, Liyire Hashem, so the Gemara tells us what does it mean is a lotion of thinking of chishev. So the Gemara tells us If a person wanted, he thought, he attempted to do a mitzvah or he wanted to do a mitzvah, and there was an inus, there was some type of accident, something that was beyond his control that prevented him from doing the mitzvah. So the Torah considers it as if he did it because his rotten was to do it. Physically he was unable to do it. Those who wanted to, who thought about doing a mitzvah, they also get schar. So the Meshachachma explains that this is a concept we find when it comes to Isurim or we find the concept of Oynes Rachmana Patre. A person is not able to do something, the Torah says, you're Patre from doing the mitzvah, you don't have to do it. However, if two people would have some type of situation between themselves, and one person makes a condition, a Tznai, he promises he's going to do something for the other person. And there was an Oynes, and he couldn't do it. In that situation, would we say that, well, an oinus is if you did it. It's not your fault. So it's as if the other person got what I said I was going to give him. Because I wanted to do it. I just wasn't able to. I was an oinus. So that obviously can't be. That's Mefurish Halacha and Shulchan Aruch. That if you promise to do something for someone, and at the end of the day, for what, however the Ischaibus is going to work, whatever, you, because of your promise, what's going to happen, or whatever you have to do, he has to then do something in return. If you were an Inus, we're not saying it's your fault, but at the end of the day, the other party didn't receive anything. If he didn't receive anything, he can't say, well, I was an Inus, it's not my fault. <laughs> it says, if I did it, as if it doesn't help other people. So... The, so the Meshachachma says that when it comes to mitzvahs we have to think when we do a mitzvah is Hashem getting something out of our mitzvah? If He has to get something out of our mitzvah we wouldn't be able to say that if we didn't do it but we wanted to do it it's as if it happened because He didn't get anything so what if we wanted to? But obviously, Hashem doesn't get anything out of our mitzvahs. We said in in Ne'ilah, spoken from Eiv, that that even if you do th- if you do something wrong, in Chatasa Matif Alai, doesn't affect the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And if doing Averis doesn't affect the Rabbi Nishalaylam, the opposite is true also. Mitzvahs also don't affect the Rabbi Nishalaylam. It doesn't get anything from our mitzvahs. So now, if he's not getting anything from our mitzvahs, so then the mitzvahs are for ourselves. To do something for ourselves. So there the Torah had a concept that if you wanted to do a mitzvah and you couldn't do it, and you couldn't do the mitzvah, so Aynas Rachmana Patre, it's as if you did it. 
Hashem considers it as if you did it. Now, it's obviously not as good as actually doing the mitzvah. There's nothing better than actually doing it. But to some degree, it's as if you did the mitzvah. However, there are some situations we find where the Torah tells us, or Chazal tells us, that even if you were an Oynes, it doesn't help. One of them, we know, is Tkiah Shaifer. Tkiah Shaifer, Chazal tells us, the Kol Shana, any Shana, that you don't blow Shaifer in the beginning, it's not going to be a, bit, a good year. You're going to have to wail at the end, the Gemara says. You're going to be crying out at the end. The Gemara says, even if it was because of an Oynes, even it's not, you didn't want to do the Mitzvah Shaifer, you couldn't. They didn't have a Shaifer. It's bad. It's not good. Except for Shabbos, and that's a different parsha. But, for any other Oynes, Chazal tells us, not good. Why? What's the difference? Oynes Rahman Apatre, I want to do the Mitzvah, it's as if I did the Mitzvah. So here, the Meshachachman, and Emmer, he says a different chat, but over here he says, it's because, when it comes to, when it comes to, Shaifer, the Pasuk says, Ani Hashem Alekechem. Ani Hashem Alekechem means, I'm acting as your Melech, and you have to be Mamlechmi. In a situation where you were an Aynas, it's Ke'ilu, you did a mitzvah, but Ke'ilu is not actually being Mamlech the Rabbi Shalom. When it comes to being Mamlech Hashem, there's no Ke'ilu, so you have to do it. And if you didn't do it, even if it was an Aynas, it's as if you have to do something to your friend, you have to get something out of it. Again, not that Hashem needs our Malchus being Mamlechim, but when he says Ani Hashem Lekechem, it's the Indian of Malchus, and therefore, if we weren't Mamlechim, there's no such thing as Ke'ilu, says the Meshachachma. And he continues and he says, we find the same Indian by Sukkah. Chazal tell us, if it rains, Chaz V'Shalom, the first night of Sukkah in Eretz Yisrael, if it rains, Yardu B'Shamim, it's as if a servant comes to pour a cup for his master and he throws it back in his face. What do you mean? We wanted to do the mitzvah, we couldn't do it. We were an Inus. It's as if we did it. Sounds like it's a bad thing. It's not just Hashem says, okay, you couldn't do the mitzvah. It means he threw it back in your face, means a bad sin. Why? Says the Meshachachma, because it says over there also, Ani Hashem Malikeichem. Sukkah is the Indian of Malchus, of being Mamluch the Rabbi Nishalala. So therefore, if you didn't do it, you could say, Aynas, Aynas from today to tomorrow doesn't help you. Lulav, on the other hand, he says it doesn't say, Ani Hashem Lekechem. So that's a regular mitzvah. You tried to do it and you couldn't. So then it's as if you did it. And he throws in, Kemosha Haya Bishnas Tafresh Ayin Zayin. Seems in Tafresh Ayin Zayin. Make a Feshman, Tafresh Ayin Zayin is um, in the teens, he's in the 19 teens, which make a Feshman around World War I time. So I suffice, wherever they were, they didn't have all Dalad Minim. We're blessed, we have Dalad Minim for an abundance. They didn't have it, and therefore he says, we don't have to worry, it's Kilo. But I want to come to Masbur today is Rosh Hashanah Shaifer. We understand that's Malchus. What's the Malchus of Sukkah? Ani Hashem Lekechem, and therefore it's an Indian of being Mamlech, some type of Malchus that if you don't actually do it, says the Meshachachma, Aynas doesn't help you. It rains. You're right. You're not allowed to sit in the Sukkah. You're positive from sitting in the Sukkah, but it's a bad sermon. Well, I wanted to do it, but you didn't. So at the end of the day, you didn't do it. 
What's this Indian of Malchus when it comes to Yeshiva Sukkah? So perhaps we could explain as follows. In Parsha's boy, there's a Meshachachma there that is coming to explain a Chazal that says, Why was Klai Malchus? And Chazal answered, Because they went into the Yam. They went into the Yamsuf. And the Meshachachma has a long Arichus there to talk about the difference between Hargish when it comes to emotions, things that are more gusher, things that you could feel, things that a person is able to touch, is able to sense. And then there's the Seichel, there's Sichlius, there's, there's, there's understanding, there's Taira. These things, that's different than Hargashas. And he explains that Hargashas, his Lashon is, Kula Menuyas Mehateva. Hargashas are built on this natural world. What you feel in this world, there's Ava, there's love, there's Yoifi, beauty, Gvura. These are things that are Hargashas, they're feelings. But what are the feelings based on? They're based on something physical. And therefore he says, when it came to the Gayim, they were Maktish, all these Kaychas Hateva, if they would see someone who is gigantic, if they would see someone who is... extraordinarily beautiful, or a gibor, a gibar, they would have different gods. They would have the god of Yaifi, the god of Guru, the god of Ava. They were maktish, things in the Teva that were out of the ordinary. And they said, this is what we're going to worship. Everything about their belief was based, in the Yavdei Zara was based on something in the Teva. And he says, even the Ishmaelim, even the Arabs, they have the kever of their of their of their of their prophet. It says kever Meshicham b'Mecca. They're makdashit. It's a holy place. It's an intrinsically holy place. It's something their religion is based on, and it's very intrinsic to it. Something that is kadosh, a place that is holy. Klayso, on the other hand, Adarabba. Avram Avinu came along and he looked at the world and he said, the Rebbeinu Shalom is not a chelik of this world. It's nothing to do with this world. There's nothing you can describe him. Anything in this world that you're going to try to describe him as, it's not him. Because if you, you would be able to describe him in this world, you're limiting the kayak of the Rabbi Nishalom, like we spoke about in the whole beginning of Darak Hashem. You would limit his kayak, because if he's a part of this world, there's limitations to this world. If there's limitations to this world, that means there's a beginning and end to the Rabbi Nishalom. That's not true. He's the one who started this. He's the one who created the entire world. Nothing in this world to describe the Rabbi Nishalayla. Everything about our understanding of the Rabbi Nishalayla is Seichel. It's our Seichel. It's not our Hargation. Okay, so everything... Everything that we know about the Rabbi Nishalayla is not built on any Hargashas, on any, any type of anything in the Teva. Adarab, it's Kulay Seichel. The truth is, he has Arichas, Meshachach, from many places. We spoke about this other times also, that the Torah never talks about the Beit HaMikdash in any specific place. The Torah says, in the place that I'm going to choose, 
There's nothing, the Torah is not dependent on anything physical. There's nothing in our religion that's dependent on anything physical. The Torah came down in Hashemayim to Moshe Rabbeinu to us. That's how it is. There's nothing... We have Har Maria. These are things that because something happened there, because there was an Akedah, because different things happened in different places, they are Mekayimus Kedoshim. However, the Torah is everywhere. The Torah is beyond anything that's... And the Gantz Yiddishkeit is beyond anything that is, that is physical. Okay. So, everything about... Tyra, everything about the Rabbi Shalom, there's nothing here dependent in this world. There's nothing that we look around and we get this physical teva, hergish that we're in a spall from, some type of espilus that we look around and we say, oh, this is the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Adarabba. It's our cycle that tells us it's the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Klai Yisrael, his lashon is, they laugh at hergishus. Meaning, what are Hargeshas? Hargeshas are typhus. Hargeshas are the physical. Klai Yisrael? We have so many things in the physical that the Torah tells us you can't do. There's certain people you could marry, certain people you can't marry. I mean, but I want to, I feel a love for this person, I want to go marry them. It's too bad, the Torah says not to. And all different types of ideas that Klai Yisrael, they laugh at the Hargeshas. Why? Because their seichel tells me this is the right way and this is the wrong way. Because the Rabbi Nishan told me this is the way to do it. Am I allowed to eat this? Am I not allowed to eat this? Am I allowed to eat on this day? Am I not allowed to eat on this day? What do you mean I'm chalashing? I have a taivatid on Yom Kippur? The taivatid on Yom Kippur? So you'll do it anyway. Your seichel tells you who wins. The hargish goes against the seichel. The taiva, the physical, goes against what we'll call your seichel, your mayaf, that's part of your neshama, that's called your ruchni. Who wins? So we're hoping, the point is, and many things it is, Klai Yisrael, the Seichel wins. Over the Taiva, over the Hergation. Now, the Rabbi Nishalayim, he says, doesn't ignore that a person is physical. And a person has Hergation. He has to channel his Ava into the right places. He has to channel his Hergation of Yoifi. He says, like, Priyetadar, into mitzvahs. But even those things are only how long is, is, is your asterisk supposed to be beautiful for? Seven days. That means you channel this appreciation of beauty into your mitzvah, but it's not something that's everlasting. You start worshipping your asterisk. It's also with its limitations. Because everything in the Tava, everything that's Murgashas, everything that's Murgashas, these things have to be limited. Because they are not the main. They are not the Iker. The Iker is the Seichel. The Iker is the Torah that tells me my Amun and what to do. It's a very hard thing. Gayim are not like that. Gayim, they go with their taivas. They go with what they're nispal from. The Abayi go with what they're nispal from. But Kla Yisrael is not like that. That is called Malchus. That is called being Mamlich. His Lashon is your Rosh over your Lake. Because there's a Shiloh, there's a Majesh Mishlei that there seems to be a machlaikis. Where is Chachma? Is it in your labor or in your Rosh? And the Mashachachma says, it's in both places. There's Chachma in your Rosh, that's your Seichel. There's also a type of Chachma in your Lave, and that's all your Hageshim, is all in your Lave. But Kla Yisrael was Zeichet to be Mamlich, the Rosh, over the Lave. To make it that who's in charge, who's the Melech? The Seichel. 
The seichel hamasig mitziusa yisbarach. The seichel is able to perceive the rabbi shalayla and understand that he created this world and he has given us a job. That is mamlich over the hergeshes, and that's why a klal yisrael can be killed. Al kiddush Hashem. That's why a whole nation could go al kiddush Hashem. Doesn't make any sense. I want to live in this world. I don't want to be killed. Which guy is going to go give up his life for his belief? The belief goes to a certain end. It goes to a certain degree. And that's it. And even those Mishagayim now that blow themselves up, they're only doing it for enough because they're being promised another Taivas, some Taivas that they think they're going to get. Some type of Taivas HaGuf. They think the Guf is going to go after they're blown up. But it's not because they have really believe in their Seichel. That's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because they think it leads up to another Taivas. To lead up to such a wonderful Taivas, why did the guy who sent him do it? Why does he have to send somebody else? Kasha. Nobody ever figured out the answer to that question yet. But that's... that's but Klein's so? Go. Why? Because at the end of the day, the Seichel rules. Says the Why was Klaiso Zeichel to Malchus? Which Malchus are we talking about? That their Seichel is the one that's in control of them. Naturally, what kicks in? The Seichel kicks in. Answers Chazal Mipnei Sheyardu and as we explained in other times that the Dugayin and Shirashirim tells us that when Klaiso came to the Yamsuf they came on the Yam Yoinosi b'chad ve'asela says the Pasuk in Shirashirim B'seisam adrega Klaiso came and they looked around and they saw Mitzrayim coming from behind them and they looked in one direction and the Rabbi made it wild animals came out of the Midbar and the other direction the snakes and scorpions came and in front of them was the Yamsuf but it wasn't just the Yamsuf it was Gali Hayam these big high waves it was tsunami what were they supposed to do? Then they looked up and the heavens opened up and they saw all the Malachim telling them, telling the Rabbi Nishlam how each one was over the Zara all the Malachim the Mekatrigim and they looked around there was nowhere to turn there was like the Yaina, the little dove, the Chagve Asela, trying to hide from the raven. And it goes into the, looking for a crack in the stone, and a snake comes out of the stone, has nowhere to turn. So too, Klaizo was there. They had nowhere to go. Said the Rabbi Nishalem Harini Asmarayach. Let me see again, you showed me once by Karban Pesach that you're able to overcome your feelings, your emotions, your fear of the Mitzrim. And you still went and did the Karban Pesach. Show it to me again. I want to see it one more time before Matan Tyrus said Hashem. And Klaiso went into the Yam. And they went in slowly. Dabro B'nai Yisrael says the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And they went in. Up to their knees. Up to their waist. So it came up and was covering their nose. And they screamed out, Bo my Manofesh. And then it split. Didn't happen right away. They were ready to go in. They were ready to be Moiser Nefesh for the Rabbani Shalom. That's what Hashem said. They said, Dabro Bnei so we're going. It makes no sense. It's better to go back to Mitzrayim. No, we're doing it anyways. So they were Zaycha to this meaning. What does it mean when they, when they were Zaycha? They excelled in it at that moment and it became a Tav on then. When Klaizo went into the Yam and they followed the Rabbi Shalom and they didn't listen to their Taivas, they didn't listen to their Guf, they didn't listen to their Hargation, at that point it became ingrained in them that their Seichel, the Rabbi Shalom says, I see it. I see it now. And that's why when it came to Matan Taira, what did they say? Nasev and Ishma. 
And what the, and what did Hashem say? Mi gila razel vanaim lashin shamaach yasharis mishdam shimboi. What's why is a malach able to say nasim and ishma? Because a malach doesn't have a goof that says I can't do something. If Hashem says to do something, fine, I'll do it. What's the big deal? There's nothing to stop me. There's nothing to hold me back. I don't have any limitations. A person has a goof. How could a Kaiso say Nasib and Ishma? The goof is screaming. How do you know? Let's hear. What I can't do everything. I'm not a I'm not a Malach. I have limitations to me. But they didn't say that. Their Seichel said I could do whatever. Whatever their Bani Hashem wants, I'm going to do it. I'm not listening to my goof. Nasib and Ishma, they said. That was a result of what they said by Kriyas Yamsuf as they went to the next level. As they were building on that Hamlacha, the Malchus of the Seichel over the Hergeshes. That's what Malchus is all about. That's the Malchus of Kla Yisrael. As we've said other times, but it's good to say again, I've gotten into trouble just for saying it, but we'll say it again. The Smag, the famous Smag that I made famous, I didn't make it up, I read the made it famous, but I continued it. Talk about it again. Who did? He just talked about it again? My aunt reminds me to because this is it. In this season, he's speaking about it. Sure, this is it. So, so the the um, the smag, who is one of the rishonim, sefer the smag smag stands for sefer mitzvahs gadol. He's one of the mainy hamitzvahs in the rishonim, and the hakdama to mitzvahs essay. He explains to us that when the rishonim created the world, on the second day, Anyei Masheni created malachim. Malachim, he says, they are able to serve the Rabbi Nishalaylam, but they don't have a Yetzirah. The Rabbi Nishalaylam created afterwards Behemoth and Yemashishi. Behemoth, he says, have a Yetzirah, meaning they have Taivas, but they don't have any das to serve the Rabbi Nishalaylam. So Hashem looked at this Bria and he said, If the Malachim do my will, there's no reason for them to get Schar, they don't have a Yetzirah. If behemoths don't do my will, I can't give them a punishment because they don't have das. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to create man. He created man after animals, Shaloyis Goya. person shouldn't think I was here before everything. The animals were here before you, they're older than you. And the Rabbi Nishol made this Bria of Adam, and this is what we talk about in Darach Hashem, is a Bria of a Malach and a behemoth together. The physical part of the person is like an animal. Eating and drinking and sleeping and all other inyanim. And then the Rabbi gave him a malach. And that is his neshama. That tells him how to do narrowly kim nishmas adam. Teach lights up for him the way of the Rabbi And he says, because a malach and behema ain't told Isam shava since they're totally opposites. There should be great wars in a person's body his entire life. Because the animal part, his goof tells him, get pleasures, all the hevel, eat, drink, sleep, get all the hana, live, be merry. And the malice tells him, no, this is not what you were created for. You have to eat, you have to drink, you have to sleep, but only to do Abayda Sashem. And the raya, he says, that we weren't created to do all these things is because animals were here before us. And animals do a lot better job at eating than we do. They don't have to go on diets. They eat as much as they want. right? And they sleep as much as they want. They do whatever they want without limitations. They do whatever they want. And they were here before us. So why would Hashem have to create us if He wanted such a brie of a behemoth? He had better behemoths than, than us already. 
like the Rambam says somewhere he says because you look he says the, even the greatest the fastest athletes right look at a mouse mouse as it scurries away who could catch it it's faster than you it's faster than a person that's a person. I saw a giver big says the Ramam. They think you're so great. You're such a giver. It's animals. Animals, nothing else. They're bigger gvurus, the gibarim than you are. That's the same idea. And this is supposed to be an ongoing war, and a person never knows if he wants as a smag, ajayim hamisa, so after his nifter, then the Rabbi Nishlam is Megala, and the person sees, where is he? Was he a person who acted like an animal? Or did he act like a malach? And even though he had to do things that an animal does, but he did it for Avaitis Hashem. He didn't do it stam for his own tithes. So that's, this mark says, there's supposed to be a mochama gedayla. so naturally, says the Meshachachma, the Seichel's going to win over the Hergish. Kleitzel has it naturally in them that the Seichel should win. But it's an ongoing mochama. And it's supposed to be an ongoing mochama. Do I go after my tithes? Do I do just what I, my hergation tell me to do? Or do I think for a moment? Is this a necessity? Not just if it's utter and mutter. We're not talking about that. The smack's not talking about utter and mutter. It's talking about eating and drinking and sleeping. Those are all dvarma mutarim. What's called novabushas atiris, says the Ramban in the beginning of Kedoshim. That's Kedoshim Teal. That's what it's all about. That a person uses Eilam for his necessities for Avaitis Hashem overindulging in Eilam that's not what a person was created for that's a behemoth that's what a behemoth is here for a person he needs it he needs these things but everything has to be in control he has to be in control of his tithes not his tithes being in control of him so now if we look at what continued with Klai Yisrael after Matan Taira. We say by Mat Kriyas Yamsu says the Meshachachma. There was Aicha to this. Nasavinishma. We just said what happened afterwards. So we know right after Matan Taira, forty days later, was the Chetaygo. Chetaygo, Klai Yisrael fell again. They fell. What happened? They saw Moshevenu flying. Whatever it was, all of a sudden they made an Egel Azov. Egel Azov. It's a Dover Murgosh. It's a Mukhash. It's a physical thing. All of a sudden, they're not Malachim anymore. All of a sudden, it's not Nasev and Ishma. It's not, I'm not misspoiled from anything in the Taiva. I'm not going to listen to my Yetzirah. There's nothing to stop me. No. There's an ego. I'm going to make an ego and dance around it and say, Eila Lech Yisrael. This is your God. Klai Yisrael slipped. When Klai Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim, we know they had Ananiah covered. Midrashim seemed to say, that by the Chet HaEgel, the Anani HaKavad left. The Anani HaKavad left seems to be, Tansamachleksim exactly, because there seems to be a Pasuk in the somewhere, that says that the, that the, um, that the Anani HaKavad didn't leave, in, even after the Chet HaEgel, they have to be Machalik, which Anani HaKavad, if they all stayed, or if they, or if some of them, but the Vilna Gain says that over here in Shirashirim, Parakalu, Pasuk Dalit, the Vilna Gain says that when they made the Egel, Mistalkuan on him. They lost their Madrega. They lost the Madrega that they had when they left Mitzrayim, and, uh, and by Matan Alayan and Matan Tairo, and the Ananiakavit left them, they weren't the same Malachim anymore. Now Malachim, you don't get Ananiakavit. What happened? As we know, Klai Yisrael did tshuva. Klai Yisrael did tshuva. Rishchei Dishalu, Meishu Rabbeinu, went up to get the Lukash Shniyas. 
and they blew a shayfar v'machana. Why did they blow a shayfar v'machana? To say Moshe Rabbeinu is going up, and Klaiso was nervous. He went up the first time, and he came down, and the Yitzhara, the Sultan won. He made an ego. The Sultan knew the Luchitz, the Luchitz Rishayinus, get the Klaiso, that's it, Tikkun Oilam, everything is wonderful, it's over, his job is done. He wasn't going to let that happen. Luchashniyas, Klaiso was also nervous. How are they going to stop it? How can they stop the Sultan? So they blew a shayt for b'machanad and Moshe Rabbeinu is going up and every person should be mechazik himself and make gedorim and make sure that they're not going to fall into the, the eights of the satan. And it says, and that's why we blow shayt also. Part of the minute we blow shayt from Rishchai Deshel comes from that. And what else happened? It says Yechidim fasted during Elul, during that month. Yechidim Klaisal fasted until it came the last day. Yehim HaKippurim. Moshe is coming down and this day Klaisal was very nervous. So the day before already they were very nervous. Because this is it. This is when it happened last time. So there was, this was the first time in Klaisal that there was a Tainus Igor. This Canaan made a Tainus. And it was a different type of Tainus. It was a Tainus that started the night before. Not in the morning. Like our Yibit was the first Yom Kippurim. The Tainus began. At night... And the next morning, Klaiso was nervous, and they said, what's going to be? So they decided, let's go out, we're going to go out to greet Moshe Rabbeinu. And Gans Klaiso went out, and the Medjah says, well, they were crying, and Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Ar Sinai, and he saw them coming and crying, and he began to cry. And at that moment, the Rabbi Nisham got up from his Kisei Hadin, that he had been there since the Chet HaEgel, and he moved to the Kisei Arachamim. And every single person in Klaiso got Beruach HaKadosh, a Haidah that said, Salachti. I forgive you for the Chet Ego. So Klaizel at that point, they were being Mechazic themselves, and they were trying to overcome that the Sultan should not win this time. They want their Seichel to win. They made, Achazti V'lay Arpenu, the Pasuk says. When it came to the Lucha Shriyat Achastiv, I held on to them. I didn't just, I made Gedarim, I was Mechazik, we were Mechazik ourselves. We made sure it shouldn't happen. We didn't just come and wait for Moshe Rabbeinu. For that, the Satan says, I have eight says how to get you. The second time around, there was a Chizuk. Klai Yisrael worked on themselves. Klai Yisrael were very careful. They didn't want, they want their Seichel to win. They didn't want the Satan to win. And they won. And the Banisham said, Salachti. So says the guy here in Shirashim, in Parakal of Pasuk Dalit, Moshe Rabbeinu came down on Yom Kippurim, and on the next day after Yom Kippur, is Parshas Vayakel Moshe, is when the Rabbanu Shalos Mitzav Amalechas Hamishkan. That was Yud Aleph Tishrei. Pasuk says, Vehem Eviu Babayker Babayker. They brought for two days, is Yud Beis and Yud Gimel. On Yud Dalit they counted it. Some have a gears to Yud Dalit was Shabbos, and they didn't bring on Shabbos. And on Tezvav, they started building the Mishkan. The Shail exactly, was it Yantiv, was it not Yantiv, how they built it. But they started building the Mishkan on Tezvav Tishrei. Says the Gra, everyone wants to know that if Sukkot is Eicher Lanani covered, why was it not made in Nisan, when we got that Nanya Kavit. So the tour says it's famous parrots, because you're right, it should be, but it wouldn't be Nikkur, they were going outside for a mitzvah, everyone's going outside to their house. So we go out when it's getting cold and rainy. However, says the Grah, and the Grah is the only one who speaks about that, even if it's in Tishrei, why Tesvav Tishrei? Why Tesvav? 
says the Gra, because you're making a mistake. The Anani HaKavid was celebrating with Chag HaSukas, they're not the first Anani HaKavid. The Anani HaKavid that returned after the Chet HaEgel. Says the Gra, and Tesvav, they began the Mishkan, and on that day the Anani HaKavid came back. Meaning, that even though it's true, that they got a Haidah of Salachti, but till they began bringing the Hashras Hashkina back, the Anani HaKavid didn't come back. This was the Gemar of the Kapara of the Chet Ego. When the Rabbi Shalom gave the Tzivoy of building the Mishkan, that was how Klai knew that not only was Hashem Salachti, but he was going to be Masher Shechinasei B'Soicham. And they understood that they really were forgiven for the Chet Ego. And on that day, the Anani HaKavit came back. So when we celebrate Chag HaSukai, says the Gra, it's not those Anani HaKavit in Mitzrayim, in Nisan. No, it's the Anani HaKavit of Tishrei. And when on Tishrei? Tetzvah Tishrei, exactly. The Anani HaKavit, they came back. Just Derek Agav, Rebbe always says a cute word. And he says, if you'll notice, interesting thing when it comes to Sukkot, that you find that people are willing to spend a lot of money on Dalmenim. People who don't have money, people who don't spend money the rest of the year, they, it comes to Dalmenim, they're just willing to give everything. He says he was Mechadish in Eretz Yisrael to give out money to, to people who need it, Aniyim, after Sukkot, the day after Sukkot. Because if he gives it to them before, they're going to invite to spend it on more dollars than it. So here's the chad that she gives it out after Sukkot. Because after Sukkot, they don't have a penny left. That, and he says, not only that, he finds another interesting thing. Every man who his wife is hacking a whole year to knock in a couple nails in the house, he doesn't have time, he doesn't know where the hammer is, comes a big, big construction man. It comes all of a sudden, the sukkah is hacking and sacking and on deep all day. It's an unbelievable thing. And ladies, they become interior decorators. And you find a very interesting outpouring of Yoyfi HaMitzvah, Hidr HaMitzvah, that you don't find the rest of the year, he says. If you look here, you'll see it. Pesach, day. It's not the same. It costs money, but it's not the same towards the actual mitzvah. You don't find when it comes to the matzahs the same way. There are yechidim, there are people, but it's not, you don't see it the same way. And he says it's very simple. And this is the aside that he said many times. That there's, we don't have a period in our calendar that is some type of inyan ruchni, schooly, that wasn't some type of uh, that our others put into it something. They had to invest into this time period. That's why Elul is the Ace Rotten. Because Clydesdale, in the time when Moshe Rabbeinu was up there, they were davening all the time. They were being mechazic themselves in Tyre and Yerushalayim. So it became the Ace Rotten. And Kippur becomes the Ace Rotten because of what Clydesdale did. What happened in these couple of days? So we know when it came to the Binyan Mishkan, Klaisov didn't stop bringing money. By call. It was too much. They said, stop bringing it. What happened? What happened? Where were they supposed to get people to build the Mishkan? Who, who knew how to build anything? A bunch of slaves. So the Ramban says that anyone who the Levi decided he wants to be a craftsman, the Rabbanisham gave him that Chachmah. Any lady who the Levi decided she wants to know how to weave, the Rabbanisham gave her that Chachmah. So Klai Yisrael at that time invested in this period in Ava for Binyan HaMishkan through giving money, through building, through architecture, through crafts, through embroidery, through all these things that everyone wants to use their bodies and their money for an outpouring of the mitzvah. So Mela, 
At this time of year, it's always going to be naturally, we don't know why, but it's some type of natural hisoirus that we have because Klaisol and the Midbar invested into these couple of days. And that's why we find it. Just a very, a very nice part that he says. So, so it comes out from the Grah that when we keep Sukkis and Zeichel Ananiya covered, as we said, which Ananiya covered are we talking about? We're talking about the Ananiya covered that came back. Which means to say an interesting thing. L'chaira, there was a Yomtif, let's not call it Sukkis, Chag Ha'asif. It's in Parashas Mishpatim. That's before the Chet Ha'egel. The Meshachachmu points this out somewhere. That, I don't know, maybe in Kisayitze, one of these Parashas, he points out, and he says, before the Chet Ha'egel, it says Chag Ha'asif. It only calls the Chag Ha'asif after the Chet Ha'egel. It says, according to the Grah, it's very good. Because before the Chet Egel, it wasn't Chag HaTukas, it was Chag HaOsif. After the Chet Egel, and we got back to Anani HaKovet, it became Chag HaTukas. Which is another interesting thing when you look at the Yath of Sukkot, there's two mitzvahs on Sukkot. You have Lulav and you have Sukkot, independent mitzvahs. In Pesach, you don't have that. Shavuaz Yibachal don't have a mitzvah. Why is it two mitzvahs? Could be saying this on my own, I don't know, but could be the Pshad is like the Meshachach was saying, that really the Yantif was Chag Asif. Chag Asif, you gather in, the Mepharshim say, it's his man of Simcha, the Goyim also have such a thing, they make a festival of harvest, so you go around the Dalamini, you channel it into mitzvahs, it's all with the Teva. It's taking your natural Simcha and using it for, for Avaydas Hashem. That's Chag Asif. And that's what the Yantif of Sukkot of Chag HaOsif would have been. It wouldn't have been called Sukkot. That's what Chag HaOsif would have been. It would have been a Yantif of Lula Benetra. Yantif of Lula Benetra. When Klai Yisrael did everything they did after the Chet HaEgel and were Zeichet to Salachti and were Zeichet to Bidyan HaMishkan and brought back the Anani HaKavet through their efforts they got another mitzvah into this Yantif. And that was Sukkot, Zeicher, Tzadiz, Anani, Akavit. So there's an extra added mitzvah that could be wasn't there before. That we got through our own efforts. These Anani, Akavit, and that's why it's called Chagat Sukkot afterwards. What is Chagat Sukkot? This Sukkah. If you think about it, it's a funny thing. What are the Anani, Akavit? Did it rain in the Anani, Akavit? No. I mean, Ananiya covered, it smoothed out mountains, it leveled valleys. It was a wonderful thing, Ananiya covered. It was Ganeid in there. So, Zechel Ananiya covered, I would say, build yourself a room in your house, make it as comfortable as possible, bring everything you need there. You don't have to wash your clothing there, make everything there. Zechel Ananiya covered, Ganeid. No, go to your sukkah, where it's going to rain and be cold and dripping and everything. And this is Zechel to the wonderful Ananiya cover we had. What kind of Zechel Ananiya cover is that? So what is Zechel Ananiya cover? But could be the Pshad is that the Ananiya cover we brought back was Klaizo coming back to the original Madrega. Of their Seichel winning over the Satan. Their Seichel winning over the Hargish. Their Seichel winning over the group saying, you can't do it. Don't do it. No, we're going to do it. We're going to be Mechabal the Mitzvahs. We're going to be close to the Rabbi Nishalolim. We're going to again laugh at you. We're going to be like Malachi Asharis. After we're going to be like Malachi Asharis, so then the Rabbi Nishalolim says, okay, Salachti, I'm coming back to that Madrega again. The Madrega of Kaidem, Kaidem Chet 
and I'm going to give you the Anani HaKavit. The Anani HaKavit we got back because we became Malachim again. Because we were Mamluk Paseichel again. Because we went against the Teva. And then Ashagachim explains the two mitzvahs of, of Lulav and Sukkah. Lulav is with the Teva. Channel your simcha towards the Rabbi Mishalaylam and Sukkah is Keneged Ateva. Because he says there's two mitzvahs, two types of mitzvahs in the Torah. Some are channeling Teva towards mitzvahs and some are saying break the Teva. Go against your Teva. Have your Seichel win. That's Sukkah. Go out into the cold. That's the Seichel Anani HaKavod. Because those Anani HaKavod came back because our Seichel won over. Because we made our Seichel win over our Guf. So again, we're going to do something that our Guf says, this is not Kishmak, why are you doing it? I'm doing because it's a mitzvah. That's the real Seichel Anani HaKavod. Not that the Anani HaKavod was so wonderful. These second Anani HaKavod, they came back through our own efforts of being Mamlech the Seichel over our Taivas. So when we go out to the Sukkah, that's Zeichel Anani HaKavit. That's being Mamlech our Seichel over our Taiva and telling ourselves, we don't care if it's cold, we don't care if it's rainy. This is the mitzvah, we're going to go out the Simcha and do it. Who cares about our Gulf? We're going to do it anyways. And that's why maybe someone who's Mitzvah is Potem in Asukkah. If you're Mitzvah, that means your Gulf is still playing a big role. Playing a big role. You know, this is not for you. You don't have the Zeichel Anani HaKavit. Go back inside, work on yourself. And that could be then is what the Meshachach Mumin meant in the beginning when we said that the mitzvah of sukkah is an Indian of being mamlech of being mamlech the rabbi nishalaylam on Klai Yisrael being mamlech the seichel over our taivas that's not something you could say ki'ilu I want to do it I wish I could go out into the rain and do it but till you do it it doesn't work certain mitzvahs a regular mitzvah so Rabbi Nisham says if you did it. But mitzvahs that are specifically malucha, we want you to break your taiva, we want to break your guf, you can't say ki'ilu. Ki'ilu, I did it. Ki'ilu, you did it, doesn't help you. The next time around, it's not going to work. Your guf's going to say, you didn't stop me last time, I'm going I'm to continue this time. And therefore it doesn't pass, like the Meshachachma said, when it says, Ani Hashem show me malucha, then it doesn't pass to say Aynas. So that's the Indian that we have to remember over here. The Klai Yisrael after Yehim HaKippurim, that we also came to such a Madrega. The Menaris Hamar says, why do you blow a Tkiah at the end of Ne'ilah? You blow a Tkiah, it's a Cheirus of the Neshama from the Guf. Because, what did we do all Yom Kippur? Nothing for our bodies. Nosicha, Rechitza, Achila, Shtia, nothing. These are all the Taibas HaKuf, we ignore them. The 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 Yaris says all the ten days of Seder Mechuvah, each one's connected one of the Seder Hadibris. And your Kippur is connected like Sachmai, like Sachmai. That's that's Taiva. That's your Guf desiring things. We knock it away. There's no Taiva. There's no desire on Yom Kippur. We don't have it. We free our Neshama from our Guf. It's winning. So you blow it's Kia Gedayla, just like you blew when you let out the Avodim and Yaivo free to show that our Neshama is free from our Guf, and in turn. Our guf is then free to become Cheres Eilam. To become Bnei Eilam Haba. Because our guf also wants to be Meshubah to our Neshama. And when we free our Neshama from the shackles of our guf, by definition that means our Neshama is now in charge. And it's, as we said in Darach Hashem, it's Mezachek as our guf. It purifies it and it makes it also Roy for Cheres Eilam. So the Tekiah is the Tekiah of Cheres. So we also reached to a certain degree that Madrega of Cheres on Yom HaKippurim supposed to schlep it now through these days. These days when Klai was busy in mitzvahs, 
Rishon Lechesh ben Avainis, we're also busy in mitzvahs till we come to Sukkot. And when we come to Sukkot, and we go sit in that Sukkah, Zechir Anani covered. which Anani covered? The Anani covered that Tell, that was brought back because we made our seichel win over our guf. We mamlech our seichel over our guf. We think about that a little bit. Think about, like the smack says, there's supposed to be a machama. In every war, there's battles you win and battles you lose. But you first have to know that you're in a war, that you're in a battle. You have to know that there's supposed to be a machama. Not every tithe that you want, that you need to have. Not every time you want to eat something, or you want to do something that is a pleasureful guf. A pleasure for you go is it something that you have to have. Hanos Hagashmis is a spirit to Ruchnis. And the more a person realizes that, and the more they say, I don't need it, they learn how to control themselves. Control themselves, and then when it comes to places where it's harder, they're in control. And when you're in control, that's your neshama winning over your guf. And then, if we understand this lesson, then we'll talk of to be mamlus the rabbinu shloilam ani hashem lekechem till the mitzvah of sukkah and throughout our, 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 the rest of the year that hopefully will build on this yom kippur and this continuation of sukkah. Shall have a good job.